is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. I have Eric with me, and through the magic of editing, I'm going to reverse time and insert the the enjoyable conversation we've had thus far this morning. My alarm went off at 6. Well, my first alarm, Lauren, she goes off at 5.30 when she talks to somebody from Britain or China right. or wherever she was or at whatever. today. Right. Tokyo today. She talked to – she's been pitching that blog to everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, Lauren manages to organically get it in, in every conversation, it seems like. <laughs> she is such a better marketer salesperson than, than any of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So f- that's first alarm, which is 530. Uh, second alarm would be six o'clock, which is the real alarm, which I just straight up turned off. Uh, then the <laughs> next the next alarm would be when Lauren, you did a second or you did a second focus mate today. Oh, just at the end, you talk to him again whenever she finishes up. At, OK. At the end, she talks to him again. So that's. That's in the next alarm, and then the next alarm is you, which would be um, the text, which is a light, which is a lightsaber sound. Nice. Um, and then, uh, then I, you know, I lay lay in bed for uh, a minute or two and, and debate my life, as yeah. I uh, as I say, well, I better get up now because I told Todd five minutes. So that is uh, <laughs> that is how it works. So effectively, those are my snooze buttons, and only one are an actual alarm. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 It's not too bad. Yeah, mine, so, I mean. mine goes off at 6.15 now. Now that we're doing this, I've got one set for 6.15, which is just a guaranteed snooze. Uh, yeah. And I normally I normally snooze it until about 6.30 or, in the case of today, about quarter till, um, depending on how tired I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's well. I mean, why do why do we do the whole snooze thing? I, you know, I used to never do it. I used to tell Lauren like, if I'm gonna set it, I'm just gonna wake up at that time. But over the years, I just started saying, you know, like I said, nah, I can do whatever I want. Who do I? Yeah, I it's just, snooze. It's, yeah, it's 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 long built in habit. Like, it, it, there's a part yeah. of me that wishes I didn't have that going on, but it's just that that's first thing in the morning. Only so many fucks can be given about. Oh yeah, you know, and and. Oh, yeah. I must get up right this moment is not one of them unless there's like, unless it's a special event or, you know, or yeah, a special sure. circumstance. Like, Oh, I have to get up extra early to do this thing. And if I don't get up extra early, I can't do that thing. And there are consequences in which case, yeah. like, you know, when it's, Oh, I have to set an alarm for, you know, four fifteen in the morning so that I can get up and get ready. And I'd be, and I can get to the airport to go to Mexico. You bet yeah. your ass at four fifteen it goes beep and I'm up like that's yep. how that works. But, yeah. Normal day-to-day stuff, like, eh. I love, oh, love you, Eric, but, you know, it's like, eh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we're going to Toddcast, but, you know, there's fair odds that he's still asleep, too, or that the, oh, uh, the young'un's yeah. up. Like, there's no <laughs> great pressure here. Uh, if no. I hit snooze, nine more minutes is not going to, you know, change things that much. So, You're right. You know. Why did why they choose nine minutes, too? That's the other question. Well, I think, I, I mean, I imagine, and this is, this is... This is one of those things to where if I didn't preface this with I imagine, I could have totally told you this story and you would have just thought that, oh, Todd knows these things and this is the definitive answer. 
the kind yeah. of crap I pull on the girls all the time. Sure. But well, that's fine. I suspect it's because they don't set it for 10 minutes because if you set your alarm for 6:30 and you snoozed and then it says 6:40, you're bleary-eyed in the morning, you wouldn't real you wouldn't realize it by it being 9 minutes, it changes the time it changes both digits and therefore uh-huh. it registers more effectively in your brain that a thing has happened. Now, of course, the the what this has really done is made it so that from a very early age, I learned my nine times tables. Because you uh, know, if you set it at was six, was it always you, nine? Six? Oh, it's always been nine. I, I, I even on I, on I the old think, clocks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I, I'm, right. I, for, as far as I can remember, I do not recall there ever being a clock that did not have a nine-minute snooze cycle. And like I said, that's that is pretty much how I knew how I know my my nine times tables. You hit snooze and it's you know for you six o'clock okay it's 609 you hit it again it's gonna be 618 27 blah 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 blah. i mean you only learn it up to six that way sure <laughs> it's a limited <laughs> really. but at least you got it going so you're halfway there you know. when they get to that in uh in probably second third grade right right that's um so. that's unique yeah i you know i guess i could you I never mean, noticed that no, I didn't know. I knew it was off. I thought it was like seven or something like that. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't paid that much attention to this news. I, I mean, I to be quite honest, Todd, I, I what like I said, I was one of those people that says I don't need to snooze. I'm just going to put the time that I wake up. I remember making this ass statement to Lauren a couple of times, like because she'd snooze all morning, you know, right. because here's the concept of the whole the whole snooze button. All right. Right. It's not very effective because you're not like able to enjoy the minutes the nine minute intervals because you know it's going to go off so you sit there kind of you know it, it, right yeah half it's the, not the half most restful the sleep yeah. no yeah it's, yeah, it's not a... <laughs> yeah yeah you're so, not getting as much out of that as you'd like to think that you are when you're hitting that snooze button no exactly. you're absolutely right. i mean it might take a few minutes to fall back asleep and then by the time you fall back asleep it's not like you're getting any type of rem sleep you know you're you're just waking doing the same so that was my whole concept of, of before was if if I'm going to say I have to wake up a certain time, I'm just going to wake up because if not, I'm just wasting, you know, I'm not actually getting the sleep necessary. But over the years, I slowly changed on that. And I believe it's probably children and or like not actually getting <laughs> REM sleep in the middle of the night because you're getting kicked or woke up or, you know, what have you. So right. um, that is that's probably, um, you know, my 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 issue with the whole process. I, I probably should get back to just waking up because I'm like, if you hold yourself accountable, say, yeah, I'm going to wake up at six or just say tomorrow, you know, like for me, all I have to do really is just wait for a lightsaber sound. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's really all, all it's necessary because I'm not I, it's not difficult for me to wake up in the morning. I am tend I tend to be a morning person. Um, yeah. Now, my ass doesn't want to wake up. I can't do what Lauren does, even though I would. I can't do a focus mate or anything in the morning because I have to be in the same vicinity as Miles because she's actually doing real things. If I go in the basement starting to work or whatever, I'm right. not going to hear him. Um, now, we had cameras in his room, so when he would sleep in or whatever in, in his room, I could just look at a camera and then still do that. But that's also kind of annoying because then I can't listen to music or podcasts because I have a camera on my phone. So, well, and you're still divide, you know, and then you're, yeah, and then you're, you know, you're not really 
fully engaged in whatever it is you're doing because you're looking at the camera or whatever yeah. every yeah. so often. So now, I, no. I managed to be able to walk on a treadmill and do that. I could go down and I put the treadmill there and I could watch um, like my Apple TV and right. connect the Bluetooth so I could listen very well. And it's not super loud because typically treadmills are kind of louder. Um, and then right. wa- and kind of keep that and just look for movement out of the side of my eye on my phone, which is right. kind of hoisted there. Um, but my butt hasn't really done any type of exercise. And that's why it was really funny. You sent me that message last night saying congrats on all your rings. And I was like, wow, like this, <laughs> I know you're just being like facetious with it, but I'm like, well, I actually did hit them. I'm like, I don't know how I didn't do it. I didn't think I did 30 minutes of strenuous exercise, but I did go up and down the basement stairs enough that they must've registered it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, good, good, good job. You Eric. Good job. I, well, I know I was appreciated in that, uh, that wonderful polo. That's right. You know, <sighs> I'm going to so crush some ice. I was going to say, crush I'm going to crush some ice. Do it. It would, it wouldn't be one of these get togethers if you didn't crush some ice. Well, I was going to make a giant announcement as I should. And I'm just like, you know what? If I'm going to crush ice or pour coffee, if you make the announcement, then everybody gets to join in on the fun. That's right. Did you get my polo last night? Uh, I did. I did. I, I'm, I'm struggling to remember did, all what right, it I'll, was. I'll tell you. Because no, it was, it was, it was, it one was of the ridiculousness to... of – I'll tell you. It was the ridiculousness of – I was going through my Instagram – and uh, and I saw a, an image that in the wrestling company that I like, there oh, is a, yes. there's a there's a guy that is basically his character is that he is a D&D fan. That's basically his character. Like he's he's a D and D because he really is. So so he has, you know, I don't know what his I don't really know much about it, but his character is a and d fan. And there's also a character that they had. Um, this was kind of funny. They had tryouts before and they it was basically I think it was their way to like get social media buzz but they wanted people to try out to be the librarian and they say they're just they just want a character called the librarian and they had people sending like promo videos pretending okay. to be the librarian well of course guess who's the tag team on one of the last matches the librarian <laughs> and the D guy and i'm just like that is just too funny for me oh um, no that's so th- that's that's that that is the kind of thing that would get me to maybe watch a pro wrestling match right there <laughs> well well I mean, it all depends on kind of what you like, you know, there, this pro wrestling is a, I mean, all pro wrestling is a mixture of kind of silliness, goofiness, like there's definitely athletic and sport. There's definitely like hardcore. Right. And, you know, the, the main thing I look at is never take it too serious, you know? Right. Um, right. But, but the video that was on Instagram, so the, the wrestling dude or the uh, D and D guy, he just got this huge and forgive me, is it 12 or 20 sided die? I mean, there, there are both, but. 20-sided die is the more prevalent okay well that's it so he got this huge 20-sided die that's probably about the size maybe of um a football <laughs> so okay. so i that's, that's... so i get so he go, comes out there and he rolls it he, like he rolls it like as part of his entrance in the librarian right. and the thing is the the D guy is actually a good guy so to speak okay. the librarian's right. bad guy like the librarian goes and tells everybody to be quiet and tells them to shush and you know and he's always reading right. by and stuff like that so the guy goes to roll it and the librarian kicks it out of the way uh, <laughs> mind you there's two so, librarians there's a librarian he has a, a female manager slash wrestler and then there's the librarian guy so they must have got two um so there's actually two there's a female and a male librarian but okay. um it's just stupid it, but but very enjoyable and i was like this is 
I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how how else they would. I mean, it's direct target to you, Todd. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're trying to one. So here's here's my question. You say okay, there's a guy who you know his shtick is he's a D and D fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a hard time mentally compiling that together to get a mental image because I can see a couple of different ways you could go with that. So describe the visuals on like what makes D and D guy D and D guy. Like, is he just like a normal like wrestler and like, yeah, he's, he's, that's and he's muscly and he, Uh, it's just his, his, his talk is all about D and D or does. um, All right. So it's not, it's not as eighties. Now, if this was straight up eighties, like the eighties stuff, he would dress up. Um, you know, or, or all his promos would be like in character, like he's a wizard and this and that. Um, so life, like in the nineties, wrestling got a little bit more realistic where they stopped kind of pretending they were from parts unknown. I mean, it's still there, but it's kind of like tongue in cheek when that happens now. Right. Um, so he, his deal is he's actually, uh, I mean, long story, he's actually friends with the, uh, the wrestlers that kind of started this uh, upstart organization right so he's actually really good friends with them and um he essentially got his breakers job because he's been palling around with them and so forth and like he's a good wrestler and deserved an opportunity but he's also a good backhand support and he helps them film their stuff and everything like that so okay so i mean he didn't necessarily have a character he was just a guy named brandon cutler and he was just a wrestler and he wears like long long pants you know, no shirt, and he's muscle enough, but he's not like huge. He'd be like, okay, if you and I worked out and got really thin, and or muscle, it, like <laughs> that would that would be it. It's not like he's he's Hulk Hogan. You know, he just looks like okay. a a guy that likes CrossFit. Let's put it that way, okay? And he's athletic. He can do his flips and everything. He's bald. Um, over so when he first started, he was just a dude, and he had a nice little story because you know he wrestled for a long time, then had to stop and do the real world stuff, and now his friends have this company, and you know. He was wrestling. He got. He he really enjoyed it. So he started wrestling again, like year before the company started, and they kind of surprised him with like, hey, you know, we want you there with us or whatever. So he's not like, he's not a champion or anything. I don't know if he's won too many matches, uh, but he's you know enjoyable enough. And over the years, you know, he's been I guess a big advocate as just his personal, you know, Twitter account or whatever that he's a D and D guy. And slowly, he's his wife also makes all the, a lot of the costumes for all the wrestlers. Um, so he has, geez, so he has like, he has this very, you know, he has like, uh, the die and a dragon and stuff on his like trunks and everything. And then slowly he's got this cool looking like robe type or like, like robe or gown or I don't know what you'd call like a a coat that just looks something. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, it just looks kind of a modern, he honestly looks like if you were playing a video game, kind of final fantasy style. Um, okay. But then he also has like these three like paint stripes ac- across his face. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the most, right. the most, he says he's he, yeah, basically all his imagery, his, his Titan Tron video, they call it, or like the entrance video and music all sounds D and D like, but not okay. like a wizardry. Like, I, Hey, I pretend. Well, not, it's not like, like it, it's not like he's showing up to the ring dressed as like some sort of Viking warrior or as a wizard or, or whatever uh, it's, he, he no. looks like a wrestler. Okay. There's maybe a, a D 20 or a dragon on his, on his outfit. Yes. But other than that, if you just had a lineup of wrestlers, you would not necessarily visually be able to go. Oh well, that's clearly the D and D guy. Yes, is what you, you're saying. You, okay. Yes. Well, but all his imagery good. and that's, stuff. That, that's, and all, that's well, I mean, good don't get me wrong. It's 
it's <laughs> in the nineties. That would have been the case. He would have been like oh. a straight up, you know, my favorite wrestler. One of my favorite wrestlers was a, was a, like a straight up vampire. Like his name was Gangrel and he had like vampire teeth and he was in a group right. called the brood. And like, that was his thing. Now, granted, we knew he wasn't, he just lived a Gothic lifestyle. Now in right. the early eighties, the dude would have, they would have just been like, yeah, he's a vampire. He doesn't die. Right. To care. So things have evolved a bit, but this is, is there a robot. wrestler called the robot? <laughs> um, there, there were a couple. But if yeah, you want to call I, me I, back. Yeah, that, that's going to have to happen after the break. Eric, you were just talking about some wrestling good times and how John Cena was the original robot prototype. Yeah, there, there was plenty. There, there were also RoboCop was involved in wrestling at one point. Are you time, serious? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... Uh, he did like a special appearance, I think, in 1991 with WCW. So um, I'm trying to think if there's any other robots. Like Peter um, Weller of RoboCop fame? Actually, I mean, the, the real or was RoboCop. it just a, a, no, a, not, a wrestler no, with the helmet no. so you couldn't see who it actually was? No, I'm pretty sure it was like, a real Robo. It was a cross platform promotional deal, you know? Okay. So, like, they had RoboCop come out with Sting, which was the wrestler Sting, not the musician oh, Sting. Not the musician? Uh, no, no, no. We didn't get that cross platform. Um, okay. But yeah, the no, the RoboCop was there. I'm trying to think. I don't think Rob. I don't think robots have been very uh, prevalent. I'm sure there might be some more. There was a team called Techno Team 2000. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that that seems kind of futuristic, right? I feel like there should be a tag team match with with whoever it was that you just said that I don't know anything about other than the name and that you seem to think that they're robots. And I think they pit them up against the guys from Daft Punk. Oh, and yeah. Just be, and, they, and they just call it the Rock'em Sock'em Robots Rumble oh, or whatever. Oh, well, that's pretty good. And I, th- I don't know anything about wrestling, but I think that would be quality. Yeah. That, I, kind that, of, I, kind of, I kind of feel like the French techno duo would not likely do well, but it, I think it'd still be funny. I don't know. <laughs> No, the, the the techno duo didn't do very well at all. They were there for like a couple of weeks. They uh they didn't do so hot. Um yeah no the uh yeah the um the conversation has shifted from uh what snooze buttons to yeah. uh now we're talking about wrestling robots. Um right. good good times that's in the morning. How, that's how we do. I mean yeah. I, I do refer to this as booting up. So there is something of a through line there between you know the the you know. It's a bit of a stretch, but it is it is a through line. So we'll yeah. we'll, we'll go with that. Well, um, I did uh, just pack up my rock and sock and robot set yesterday. Um, we uh, I had it uh, displayed because have you tried? To, I, I don't know. It just has it. It doesn't have the same appeal. Um, playing it now, it's it's kind of difficult. Um, when was the last time you played rock and sock and robots? Uh, actual Rock'em Sock'em Robots, I honestly couldn't tell you. It's it's yeah. probably been forever. And, like, we didn't have it as a kid, as right. kids. Like, I feel like there was somebody I knew who had it, and it was the occasional uh, boom, 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 and it was good times. Um, I seem to think at one point somebody got, like, Rock'em Sock'em, like, thumb wrestling things. Like, they were individual little robots that, okay. that were, like, handheld. And had little 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 levers for each arm that you could do like it wasn't attached to the ring like the other mm-hmm. thing is. That's unique. I forget, I forget what it was. You were showing me your your collection of miscellaneous stuff downstairs where you, you oh, had yeah, your rock'em sock'em yeah. robots and you, and you had you had all your Funko Pop things and you were you were just sort of panning around 
in a Marco Polo showing me this stuff. And because you were like, here's this, here's this, here's da, da, da. And like in between you saying, oh, here's some Star Wars Funko Pops and then Rock'em Sock'em Robots, somehow I got it in my head that you had like Star Wars themed Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, yeah. That were, it yeah. was like Boba Fett and Bosk or something. And I yeah. remember thinking, why in the hell did they not do that? That would like I would I would I would throw so much money at a Rock'em Sock'em Robot that had Boba Fett as one of them. And I, you know, whoever else as the other, I would be like yeah. super into that. Well, I think you should. You, they they would just make them interchangeable. I bet. Um, mm. You know, like you can make ones because you popped them out. Like I don't have the base, or at least I don't know where the base is. But I kept um, I kept the actual robots for my display because they're kind of iconic in their own right. But the game isn't oh, yeah. that fun, to be quite honest. <laughs> I mean, no, like, I mean, I imagine it's one of those things. That as a youngster, it's good. I I, I put that probably in the same category as like hungry hungry hippos looks yeah. like it'd be just super awesome and as, as a youngster i i imagine it, it was you know i remember it being awesome but nowadays it's like okay sure this has no i mean yeah i guess it's a game but it you know where's the skill level here where's the strategy yeah. it's all you like know, shoots and, and ladders hi-ho cherio they're they're all kind of like right. Eh. right yeah they don't live up to the the hype it just doesn't age well well, or, or for, doesn't for age adults. with you. You know, right. Yes, like, yes, yes. You know, I remember having like this pizza game and you just kind of, you know, like yeah, it was like a match game, but it was done with pizza. So like the characters were like mushrooms and stuff like that. And oh, I remember yeah. it was like I was the talk of the town when I brought it to second grade, like not show and tell, but we had like game time, which was oh, like yeah. the last period or whatever. And I remember everybody wanted to play that game, um, which was a nice game, but I don't think it would hold up to this day. Uh Probably not. trying to play. No, I'm, no I, if no. I if I brought it to a work gathering, I don't think everybody would think I was the coolest guy in town. <laughs> Which is a maybe, shame because maybe not. Yeah. That's all you had to do as a kid is have the coolest freaking game. Hence why yeah. we probably probably became very materialistic um, <laughs> in nature. Wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it. That's what shoes were. All that stuff is like you had to have the the new shoes and everybody you I don't understand it like I don't remember the last time I looked at someone's shoes and granted I'm not into shoe culture but yeah uh, the last time I looked at someone's shoes and be like oh I want to be like that person right yeah now I, I guess I guess I never had that and I and I guess that that may be a side effect of being you know a little on the poorer side and not necessarily being able to compete on that level with most folks I think at an early age I just decided yeah I don't care yeah, well, that's that's I, no, I think know, that's it, a good it, thing. It's, it's one of those if uh, you know if you can't keep up with the Joneses, then you just say eh, whatever Joneses, enjoy yourself. I'm gonna do my yeah. thing, and maybe that's why I tend to be a little more on the Spartan side, is because just from an early age, I'm like, yeah, screw it, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Um, now, granted, I mean, I imagine, I imagine it wasn't just a time frame thing. Like I remember. There was at least two, two or three scenarios where, like, number one, remember starter jackets? They were like the big puffy jackets. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, th those oh, yeah. were big, and like, and I remember getting one, and that was like big deal. You know, I had a Pittsburgh Penguins starter jacket, um, yeah. and that was like, that was what I asked for, and that was like, you know, a lot of my major birthdays were all asking for dumb stuff that I look back and like, really? I asked for a coat, I asked for shoes, you know, <laughs> you That's know, what you like, do. And then I remember I high school just spending all my money on freaking shirts and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, come on, Eric. I, I, that might be one thing. If I had a time machine and a robot go back in time, I'd freaking tell myself, like, stop this. Just just stop it now. No one cares. And, you know, luckily by high school, I got to the point where I didn't care anyway. Um, yeah. 
besides maybe trying to get clothes so I look nice to attract ladies, which just wasn't the case either. So, um, yeah. see, I, I gave up on all that early on. Like, it's like, okay, I, I don't have money. I can't compete on the fashion front. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not that great looking. I'm a, I'm a super scrawny, pasty, whatever dude. Like, the, the girl, you know, I, I, I like girls. I would have loved nothing better than to, you know, gotten, you know, some attention in that department but uh, you know i kind of realized yeah this this is not a thing whatever i'm just going to do my deal and you know it occurs to me i have lived the bulk of my life in a free shirt capacity because <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> because well i mean it, and it, it never really occurred to me until just now but like you know um growing up i mean obviously all your clothing is free when you're a kid because your parents buy it and sure you know, but I'm, I'm, but i don't mean that i mean like most of high school, most of a, a, fair, a sizable chunk of my wardrobe were promotional T-shirts because, um, you know, dad smoked Winston's. He smoked a oh, fair yeah. bit of them. Sure. And back in the day, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd go and they'd have the, you know, the promotional thing, you know, it'd be three packs of cigarettes and this T-shirt, you know, and he would and the Apparently the price was like, it was a free t-shirt. Like it was the same price as three packs of cigarettes. So he's like, well, of course I'm going to get this free t-shirt. Why wouldn't you, you know, of course saying that's like, that works. My, my a, a sizable chunk of my wardrobe were Winston t-shirts. Um, they were, it was one of the few black t-shirts I was allowed to wear because again, see, see previous reference, uh, episode <laughs> oh, around the satanic shoot, panic. Shoot. Um, this, that like, just, I, that's ridiculous. Like, I've never heard that. I've oh, never yeah, heard black you're not allowed to wear a black t-shirt. Yeah. What the um, heck? the only black t-shirts I, I, I had where I had like three different Winston black t you know, t-shirts that were black with like Winston logos on it and some sort of like Eagle situation. Yeah. Was there, was there their thing at the time? And then in Spanish class, they sold, you know, they had like a t-shirt sale and it was, this shirt got worn the hell out because not only was it black, but it had skeletons on it. Oh, it was boy. like a Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah. And so I could, I could get away with it. Cause I'm like, well, it's not, you know, it's not the occult mom. This is, you know, this is, you know, this is Mexican culture. What are you, what are you, you know, what are you going to do? Be racist? Of course, you know, and yes. so I was allowed to wear it and I wore the shit out of that shirt. Um, and they had a couple that were like, I think I had, I think I had a couple of red ones. There were white ones, but it was tricky because like where we lived, like the water, like the, the local water sure. supply yeah. there like was high in iron or something like it, something about Mixed it. Up, the laundry, like yellowish you end probably. up with weird, like yellow stains in places. So those yeah. didn't last long, but like I had this vast collection of, of Winston t-shirts. I guess the thing that, you know, strikes me now is I couldn't do that nowadays. Like you can't show up to school in like a, a, no. anything that is promoting tobacco no. or no. alcohol or whatever but back then no one cared like that was the bulk of my You're wardrobe right. and that's crazy so you know free shirts there and then uh you know i got you know went to college and you know you know had a job and i bought some cheer so i mean you know it's not been completely free shirts the whole way through but uh then i went to the navy and they supply you with uniforms I mean, you know, it's it's just a plain brown or, you know, olive drab, you know, T-shirt, whatever. But they were free. Yeah. And I wore the yeah. crap out of them. And for the purposes of my narrative, I'm sticking with that. Uh, you know. Well, that's free. Um, you didn't buy them. Right. And then, you know, just about every job I've had has had like, oh, here's, you know, the company polo or, you know, 
this or that, the other thing that I wore. And normally, like, when, okay, when I'm at work, I'll wear this shirt. Like, I'm not looking to just promo the company 24-7. Like, I'm not a billboard. But at around this time, I, I don't know. I think that I'm probably a pretty easy guy to, to shop for when it comes, you know, gift-giving occasions. It's like, oh, oh yeah. here's the thing. Like, kind of like with you. It's like, oh, it has Disney inv- involvement. Buy that yep. for Eric. Yeah. Done. Checked off the list. For me, it's okay. Is it Star Wars or is it some clever, clever saying? And I love this. This is fantastic. I, I don't mean to besmirch anyone who gets these for me because, frankly, it's fantastic. But it also means that if I go upstairs in my T-shirt drawer and, and you know, look at ones that I've bought for myself as opposed to ones that I've gotten, you know, for free, I might have, like, two shirts that I, <laughs> that I paid for. I mean, right now, and well, and also where I'm working now, they give out free T-shirts like once every month or so. Like I, I, I could literally go for two weeks solid at work with a, a you know, a, a company logo T-shirt or polo. Well, crap, I could probably go a month without ever having to put on a stitch of a stitch of clothing on my upper body that I had to plunk down money for. And now it just now you, occurred to me that that's yeah. been the trend my whole life. So, yeah. For whatever good like that it. does you. No, I think it does a lot of good. I mean, yeah, you you and I both get plenty of shirts of it via gifts. I don't think I – I mean, so my situation is I don't buy shirts for myself. Lauren typically buys me all everything um, and or I get gifts. So I probably am in the same boat, and I'm wondering if there's a lot of uh, males out there that have wives or or in general that just find themselves not having to buy shirts. Maybe – My, my <laughs> you suspicion know? would – my suspicion would be it's guys like us that are not super into clothing and are like, eh, I'm covered up. Sure. Whatever. Probably have that, that special someone in their life who, who, you know, cares about us and wants us to look nice, who buys us, you know, shirts. Cause that's the other thing. Like, even if we're not talking, you know, funny t-shirts or, or workwear, like button ups and stuff. Most of those are, you know, Abby was off and at the, you know, at the old Navy and saw there was a sale. I was like, Hey, I got you this. And you know, she knows my, my taste. She knows what, you know, frankly, I, I tell her, I'm like, you know, I'm wearing it. You're the one that's got to look at me. So if it's something you, you think looks good, sure. Right, right on. Um, you <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. I re- no. I remember it was last, I think it was last year. I got, I got into flannel for the, you know, the cooler, cooler months where sure. uh, I was previously on a sweater rotation the year prior and i'm like you know what i think i'm gonna go back to flannels and i personally went out and selected and purchased flannels Mm. other than that Mm. it's it's all the abby and other loved ones and or promotional free workwear yeah i think um i i mean in high school yes there was a lot of free shirts i had a lot of free shirts i do remember buying like trendy shirts in high school because that was kind of the thing um, yeah. and then by end of high school, by senior year, I would buy, I, it was, and maybe it was the beginning of like thrift shop, um, like cool, like the, like, you know, the John Mayers and, and, and I'm trying to think who else made it like cool to wear like old vintage shirts, you know, like the old right. truck caps and stuff kind of came around. Right. So I, I went to like the, um, Goodwill, uh, uptown in Ferry and bought a crap ton of just old vintage shirts that had no, oh, yeah. like I, I thought it was fun to buy shirts that were obviously free giveaways for events, but had no relevance to what, where we lived, you know? Like, uh, okay. So, so that was real fun for me to find stuff that was just like, obviously, Hey, this was like a marathon from somebody in, you know, 
uh, Sacramento or, you know, something like that. So not, gotcha. so gotcha. that was, that was my trend for a long time and probably up until, um, yeah, then Laura and I got married probably. And then she probably started buying stuff, but I mean, I She's would start classing you up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if she's ever been effectively able to do that, but, um, once the Disney kick <laughs> the most recent years, Oh I yeah. Mean, my entire wardrobe are, are Mickey mouse shirts and I'm proud of oh, it. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Like I make that part of my brand is just like, yeah, I, probably you'll see me. It'll be a Mickey mouse shirt. It'll be a different one. But for the most part, we've gone to Disney enough. And for most of our trips, it's like, besides Lauren's more recent understanding, like, okay, um, money, you know, you don't have to buy a brand new shirt for every single day that you're there. Um, which, right. you know, so if you think about it, we went to Disney. All right. In this right. last year, last year, we would went four times. Most of the trips right. average either five to six days. So there are five to six new shirts, you know, for, for me, for the kids. Oh, geez. For, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, I have a crap ton where you say star Wars, I have uh, Disney and Mickey and, or anything. And then we would, um, you know, we'd go up, uh, there's a Disney outlet where they're like always on sale and right. she just hammer and buy tons for the next trip and stuff. So, but over the last few years, I'm like, Lauren, I have so many, I don't need them. If you want to have different shirts, that's fine. But like Hunter and myself, we're good. We, we are, we, we didn't grow that much. So, um, you know, and I think the only shirts that I buy are probably like dress. I, I mean, recently I probably bought some dress shirts, uh, right. Just because, you know, those are ones you kind of have to try on a little bit because they all kind of fit a little differently, right. you know, a button up right. dress shirt. For when right. I occasionally would have to do um, like fun, you know, not fundraisers, but like events that Lauren makes so, me go yeah. to. Yeah, you got to be social, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which, which so, I will t- tell you, I'm happy that those aren't necessarily a thing this year. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll ever have to wear a button-down shirt for quite some time, which is fantastic for me. That's that's fair. So to bring this back around full circle, so nowadays you're a wrestling guy. His shtick would be wrestler the dude, but his trunks have, you know, the, the, the Mickey Mouse head on them and you would be the Disney guy. I could very well be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I imagine I would probably be Disney theme park guy and I'd probably be based mostly like theme park stuff. So like I'd have cool tr- tights with monorails going down the side. Or, oh, okay. Like I'd have a I'd have like a haunted mansion outfit where I'd like have a sweet like long like robe type, uh, you know, with uh, the 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 Haunted Mansion wallpaper on the interior. Yeah, I'd, I, I mean, right. I would switch it up. I'd be diverse enough, but they would be, you know, all my moves would be referencing things, you know, well, like well, uh, Splash Mountain. Your, I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think your sort of finishing move is, you know, if the, if, the, if, the, if the, you know, the round goes too long, say about nine minutes, you come off the top rope and deliver the snooze button. That's and it. I think that's, we, we, we wrap this all up very nicely. That's perfect. That, 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 is, that is the most ridiculous episode. <laughs> no, I, I apologize. It's not the most ridiculous episode because I've heard others. <laughs> right. No, so that, that's, that's solid. I feel like there was something else I was going to say, but, you know, that's, that's what comes from talking super early in the morning and not having enough coffee. So that was, that was good times, Eric. Um, I appreciate the, the, the early morning wrestle talk and, uh, Anything, anything else you want to want to throw into the ring before we wrap this bad boy up? No, no, this uh, lots lots of t-shirt wrestling uh, robots, all everything included here in the podcast today. So thanks for having me uh, this early morning while you boot up. And thank you, listeners, for for joining us. I hope you found that enjoyable. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.